Welcome to the CT Startup Podcast, an insider's perspective on the startup ecosystem in the great state of Connecticut. I'm your host, Eric Francis, with Chris DeMaro, Sublime Exposure. Damon Hart, Mirtha Kalina. <laughs> yeah, and I'm from Trifecta Ecosystem. There you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. We're going to roll with come this on, one. It's, on. You, gotta, you just got to keep going with it. It's that. a round table, guys. Yeah, We're yeah. having some fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, how you guys doing today? Doing great. Yeah, you need a five-hour energy or what? Yeah, Dave is falling asleep a little bit. You guys can't see that, but uh, he looks no. a little tired. Yeah, it's one of those Monday, th- those Monday uh, dreary, dreary mornings. That's right. It's rainy outside. Things are, you know, it's just a lot going on. But uh, you know, I, I gotta say, I, I've been to a couple of cool events recently. So uh, there was a symposium at Yale uh, about uh, benefit corporations. Yeah, how'd that go? Uh, it went really well, actually. They they had a number of professors, a number of uh, Guest speakers. I moderated a panel um, of actual, you know, people who are benefit company entrepreneurs, and uh, that went very well. And it just, it just reminded me that there are a lot of socially conscious people who want to start companies, mm. and and that they're doing it in a very, very energetic, exciting way. And they're not, and, and some of them are millennials, um, and, and there's sort of a stereotype there. But some of them, all three of the panel members. We're all people, um, you know, somewhere in their, one was in like 30s, you know, 40s and 50s, and mm-hmm. they're, uh, you know, with really uh, strong life experience who <laughs> have been really running, uh, s- you know, s- socially conscious companies for a long time. And before, the, before the marketing term benefit corporation came along. That's right. That's <laughs> right. And, 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 the law, and the law and everything else is just catching up to them. Yeah. Um, I just want to go back to this life experience thing. I'm going to use that next time he needs to call someone old. Now, no, did a lot of people talk about that, like the marketing kind of side of it, where it's just like it, it's really just like a marketing thing. Like, there's no tax benefit. There's actually it actually puts more burden. You right? Like, I think you you mentioned this yeah, before, you, right? You know what's you know what's funny is I'm the one who always mentions that. Like, yeah. like maybe it's just the. Uh, the lawyer and me was like looking at the cost benefit analysis, but I'm the one who brings up, well, you don't really get anything. It's really just, it's a marketing tool. And all the entrepreneurs there were like, no, it's great. You don't understand. It's, <laughs> the, 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 you know, we, we live this way. We love it. It tells, uh, it tells people about who we are mm-hmm. and it's telling our story. And, and I'm thinking that's great for you, but what about you know? There's no tax benefit, and there's no. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like what's so, the point? So I'm the, I'm the one who's fallen behind there. But it's like interesting <laughs> because that's it's I guess maybe that's um, the people that are at these events now are you say benefit corporation they get it right? You don't have to educate them anymore. That's about correct, it, right? So that's the big thing is that normally about two three years ago you'd say benefit corporation. I'm a benefit corporation. People like okay, what does that mean? So it means you're tax free, like you're you're a nonprofit. You know, like no. And so I think it's just coming around where um it's been what two years now, right? It's gonna be yep. three years. Actually, it's gonna be three years in October, right? Yep. Um, so you know, I think it's just to the point where people understand it more, and you don't have to it, you don't have to justify it, right? And, and it was just this morning that uh, the judicial committee uh, at the uh, Connecticut State Legislature heard testimony on the Benefit LLC mm-hmm. Act. So if all goes well, that'll pass this year. Nice. Is that um, another just feel-good sort of organization? Well, it's, it's the Benefit Corporation, but it's in an LLC context. And it's a, that one, in my mind, makes a huge difference, right? Mm-hmm. Because uh, just just so you know, uh, it, it's like over 80% of companies formed today are LLCs versus corporations. Right. And in Connecticut, it's actually 17 to 1. For every one corporation, you get 17 LLCs. And the reason why people do that is that there is a tax benefit. Your 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 tax is a partnership 
which means the company doesn't exist for tax purposes. It all flows through, flows directly through to the owners, unlike a corporation where you generally have two levels of tax, one on the income of the company and then one on the dividends they're handed out mm -hmm. to shareholders. So um, so a lot of people I've s who wanted to form benefit corporations, I've been in the position of advising them to not form a benefit mm. corporation because – you know, there there is something called an S corp, which uh, which stands for subchapter S of the Internal Revenue Code, and the S corp is treated tax like a partnership, like an LLC, but it has a lot of other restrictions on it that make it uh, unappealing, right? And without getting to what those are, the the point is 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 a lot of people said, well, I want to form an LLC, and I'll just try to pursue my social mission otherwise. But they don't get the the status of being mm. a, a benefit corporation. So if we could have benefit LLCs, we would be a the I believe the fourth state in the nation with benefit LLCs, uh, and and be sort of on the cutting edge of this. And this is you know Connecticut is making an active attempt to be a hub right. for yeah. benefit companies. Um, and so in order to do that, they, you need benefit LLCs. You need to have that option because that's what most companies are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, that's actually it's it's funny you bring that up because I mean if this passes I would definitely be interested in reforming as like a, a benefit LLC because I'm trying to do some socially good stuff I'm trying to be a good guy we yeah. use my business you know for and the greater be, good and it would be easier to switch over to that right if it, you're an it, LLC it, kind it of would thing. actually be very easy to switch but uh, but I just want to point out Chris the term is socially responsible not socially irresponsible <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. you know me well Dave yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Basically, he wants to do that for the festival that he puts up, you know, like some, some sort of festival that he puts that up. That is actually event. exactly what I had in <laughs> yeah, mind. Yeah. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, yeah. Um, so is that actually going to be something that passes like soon? Is that going to be an option soon? Well, we hope it passes by May when the session ends and, and it goes into effect by October. Mm -hmm. um, that would be lovely. The, the other alternative they have is, well, they, they, they could choose not to pass it or they can pass it and then put it in next year's budget which means it doesn't go into effect until next July. Mm -hmm. So uh, w one of those. Do we, would there be any reason they wouldn't pass it, though? Like, is there, would there be any, is there any, uh -huh. like, downside as far as the state's concerned? Yeah, the state, uh, the Secretary of State's office has to put a, uh, every time they make a change to the corporate laws on the state, the Secretary of State's office has to basically put a number, a dollar value on it as to how much they think it'll cost their office. And so I think on this one, they put a dollar value of about $60,000. Um, saying that it'll cost them that much to change their website and update their materials and everything. Now, that's nothing. In the uh, yeah, okay. it's, it's, it's first of all, it seems to me like sixty thousand is padding the number a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Like, I, I don't want to accuse a government agency of padding their budget. And no, never happened. <laughs> so, but uh, either way, you know, it could be that legislators see that and say, you know, legislators see that and say, okay, well, I do want to support this, but I don't want it to affect this year's budget because this year's budget's so tight, anyways. Yeah. And so, not like y next year's going to be any better. Yeah, but they can they can defer the blame for it, and uh, <laughs> and, and so that 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 is a possible option. I I hope that's not the case. I don't yeah. I I don't honestly believe this will cost sixty thousand dollars for them to add to the website. And um, I don't, you know, it would, I think it would be a, ben a, a job creating be a benefit. benefit. If, any, if, anybody's, <laughs> if anybody's listening from the uh, State Department there, uh, I will do it for half that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He'll guarantee that in writing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know what I've done. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I did that, and then I attended um, Reset's a Saturday event for Reset's Accelerator program. Is that their third or second event? I want to say it's their third. Yeah. Um, but I did. Uh, I, I 
did some pitch judging in the morning and um, in the afternoon I gave a presentation on uh, financing for startups. And uh, it, it, the whole thing went very well, but I gotta say, uh, the companies have some really interesting ideas this year, and I and I hope we're able to get them on the show. I think it was it was fun. They've got some uh, great new mentors over there. Mm -hmm. I met um, one of the new mentors is a woman named uh, Andrea Stolf, who was fantastic. I gotta say, she is a former hedge fund manager, mm -hmm. and uh, brings a lot of really good. I mean, she was in the turnaround business. She'd go into companies yeah. on behalf of the hedge fund and turn them around and get to know them very well and understand <laughs> all the economics and such. And she brings a a, a real level. Of, uh, of of real world experience as well as um, not a lifetime exp of experience, a you know re real yeah. world experience. Mm -hmm. That was just so Chris didn't think that she or anybody else. <laughs> yeah, old. she's old. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but she brings real world experience um, and uh, an in depth knowledge of really how companies work. And uh, I thought the advice that she was giving to the startups was amazing. Um, I, I think that they've made a lot of improvements to Accelerator. And they're they're hiring some new program people, and it's been kind of cool yeah. to uh, see you know see what's going on there. Yeah, it's definitely uh, their their quality of uh, startups has uh, gone up, and and that's being a, a graduate of that, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I, I say that because like, I believe that we were quality at the time, and we're still quality, but. Yes. Um, but no, the 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 size of these companies, uh, their impact, the uh, you know the actual revenue that they're bringing in, yes, you know, they, kind they, of thing. They, they no longer accept applications in crayon. No, yes, that is that's very true. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't accept. Uh, I have an idea, and um, that's about it. <laughs> no. So I um, guess I have to go back to the drawing board. Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> or the coloring book, as it were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, I mean, um, ha has there been any other events like about UConn, like for their programs that you've uh, the innovation quest. Yeah. Um, accelerator program has started. They do like a theirs is split into a business plan competition, um, which then goes into a, a sort of like a day of pitch judging, and mm -hmm. then so it, get, it starts at you know they get something like seventy or eighty applications from from students or or recently graduated mm -hmm. students. Um, narrow that down to about twenty, and then narrow that down to you know eight or nine that eventually get into a six seven week incubator. Mm -hmm. Um, that's in process right now, um, and that you know it starts in February. And it runs essentially till June, mm -hmm. um, but that's uh, that's been going well. I, I've attended a few of the mentor nights there. Uh, some other people from my firm have uh, IP people, um, and uh, lots of other uh, great mentors, uh, not only from my firm, but from other law firms as well as from uh, really people with great business experience mm -hmm. and uh, some, but not all, UConn grads. And so that's good. And then. Right after IQ ends in June, at the same time, uh, CCEI, which is another uh, UConn program, starts their accelerators. So uh, CCEI is the Center for Connecticut Entrepreneurship Institute, something like that. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of guessing that. Yeah. Uh, but that's run by uh, Michelle Cody, um, yep. and uh, she does a great job with that. And so, you know, what's funny, the only thing about funny at UConn is the same problem that you have at all the universities, which is that if you look on, UConn actually has a website, you can look it up and it's like, uh, it summarizes all the entrepreneur programs they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like 17 of them. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and they're not all the same. Some are grant fundings and some, you know, some are accelerators, but mo most of them are like, you know, Third Bridge Grant and a few other grants are, and now they have a um, sort of a private, uh, sort of a venture fund for companies mm -hmm. at, at UConn. 
And uh, the problem is, is that you don't need 17 programs. Like the School of Nursing has their own program. You know, like they've got, which which is great. The School of Nursing should be involved in a program, but they you, you should be able to combine all of those into fewer programs. You should have one program <laughs> that can be in each one of the places, yes. right? So you, so you see <laughs> a program for the programs, if you yeah. will. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, you see programs in the business school, like IQ. There are programs in the engineering school, school of nursing. They also have the vice, mm-hmm. the office of the vice president for research, which is what runs uh, the TIP program, the technology mm-hmm. computer program, um, CCEI. And yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it, it's hard enough to try to get people to work together inside in an environment like that, never mind trying to get universities to work together, yeah. um, and then for that, get them to work with outside organizations. So well, it's a little bit of that bloat, though, you know what I mean? It's easy to add a program or something like that, but it's a lot harder usually to cut one, or you know what I mean? Because then, mm-hmm. well, they're getting a program, why don't I, you know well, what I mean? Yeah, and everybody wants credit for it. So yeah. if, you get a, if you get a successful company, everybody wants that that company and wants credit for that company. And the funny thing is, is if you look at these programs, it's, it's a lot of the same companies going through multiple of them, right? They'll, they'll start an IQ, they'll go to CCI, then they'll get like office space through TIP and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they'll all be out of the Connecticut system. And I, I'm not saying they don't all have different companies and there's a lot of great people doing amazing work there. They just, it, 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 you can just see some of the, you know, bureaucratic bloat. Mm-hmm at work and they're not the only ones i mean you see that elsewhere too yeah i think as a as a state it's getting to the point where there's you know we've seen a lot more activity happening a lot more interest in in startups and entrepreneurship and innovation i mean the innovation Mm -hmm. places things going on and and so it's like one of those things where naturally there tends to be a lot more programs that bubble up and then one by one they start falling right the ones you know the cream of the crop tends to rise they're losing their helium yeah and so i guess it's one of those things where um I would think that we're going to start seeing things start dropping away, not getting funded or, um, you know, programs just, you know, failing or, and, and I, I would say that that's a good thing, you know, maybe, you know, sure, that, 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 that going on. I think, um, I think, uh, you know, in the innovation places grants is so that CI and CT next are, are putting on has been great. A lot of people have been getting together. Um, and it's actually been interesting because it, um, you know, we are a small state, uh, we do have a decent amount of co-working spaces and everything. And uh, one of the things that I ke- I've heard a few times is, you know, uh, a C- a season's pass, you know, to all the different co-working. So if you get you buy one Ooh. pass, then you can go to all of them and have that co-working, which is it tends it would again it rise all boats, right? You yep. know, so you could have a bunch. That of is a good and idea. And there'd be an economic model. So it's just a lot of the things where I think, um, you know, as a whole, will the, the state will get uh, hopefully a little more efficient. And uh, you know, if all the companies are, <laughs> it, you're you're right though. It, it, when it comes to like companies and and, and programs and, and competitions in the state. Once you're in one, there's like a track, right? I mean, we <laughs> did it, right? You go to an accelerator, then you get the EIA, then you have this, then you have that, and and you hopefully at one point you're you're out of that, um, or you just keep you know riding that up. Which uh, I we speak from experience. I so see. I feel like such like a, a I, sometimes I feel like a sucker because I'm just putting this all on my credit card. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Start my business we out do, of my pocket. Do, no, we do the same thing. It's 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 this it's it's just one of those um you know different businesses require different you know no yeah no it's it's just you know like again there's so many opportunities and then you know sometimes i'm sitting here i'm like i should probably do some of this stuff actually <laughs> uh in, in good news uh i can pass this on um so what what people what people often uh ask me about is is how do i find money yeah, yeah, yeah. big question and, yeah. and equity uh, raising raising money by selling ownership interest in your company that's always that's always a challenge that's a networking game 
right? Yeah. That, that yeah, is yeah, yeah. going out, meeting as many people as possible, asking, you know, and then when you meet somebody, you know, if they can't help Saying you, the right things. To, in yes, front of and them. then to ask them who they know yep. and keep getting introductions and, and trying to narrow it down mm-hmm. to people who know your industry and are willing to invest and all that. Um, but it's often hard to figure out, like, people wonder, is there any money in Connecticut? And they're talking about debt or grants or, yep. lo- you know, uh, other opportunities. And the Office of Legislative Research for the state of Connecticut, uh, just uh, oddly enough, but the, uh, so the, our firm has a uh, lobbying arm. Yep. Um, they're kind of separate from the firm, but um, you know they say separate but equal. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it depends on whether you ask them. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, the, the the head there, David McQuaid, uh, who was a former chief of staff to a to to a governor here in the state. Um, brought this down to my office just, I think it was March 13th or 14th, the Office of Legislative Research uh, released a compendium of every governmental and nonprofit money in the state, uh, like o- offer money in the state for um, small businesses. Really? Okay. Talk, talk about useful. And the thing is a small book. I mean, it is it is like there is a lot out there. I mean, they went they went and looked up everything. Like, you know, where does one yeah, find where, this yeah, book? Yeah. This yeah. Now, <laughs> I need to go read. Now, interestingly <laughs> enough, I don't know. I just <laughs> oh my god! But, but it's gonna be it's Connecticut. Be. <laughs> so so I've got copies that I they put on PDF and, and handed out to people at mm-hmm. the uh, at the reset presentation. But it, it must be, um, and we will put a copy in the show notes. Yes, yes, we so could do that. I will, I will get that to Chris and put it in the show notes so after I read it. <laughs> so if anybody's listening, there's a good way to go out and find. Uh, you know, if you're looking for money in the state, here's a, here's a good way that's all set up in a chart. Ctstartup.com. Yeah. Um, but uh, but there must also be a way to look it up online. There has to be. Chris, find it. Come on, you get internet. I'm producing. I'm doing. I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Robin over but here see, from uh, yeah. <laughs> Howard well, Stern. You know, the, funny, the funny thing is, it would be just like the Connecticut State government, right? Like you finally, they finally produce something worthwhile with the money, and then they hide it. Yeah. See, so nobody can use it. Yeah. But I think what the hell do I even search for? <laughs> What's it called? Office of Legislative Research. Try right. start with that. Yeah. But I mean, th- so that's the big thing too. Is that I think a lot of people, and and I heard this on. A, I was actually um, listened to a. I'll bring it up because it's it's some random guy. I've never even heard of his name, but he tends to be a. He was a business guy, um, but he was just talking about how, and it was on the Joe Rogan podcast. I'm gonna bring it up. Um, but you know, it was so this idea. It, well, w- which drug does it involve? No, it doesn't dr- involve any drugs. <laughs> I found one, it. Not this one. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Um, so, anyways, what he, what he was talking about was that, like, at the end, you know, at the end of the day, right now, money is cheap, right? Yep. Interest rates are cheap, you know, that kind of stuff. And so, it's like if you cannot get a loan with a four or five percent interest and create a, a product on top of that or a service and use that money, it's like how are you going to make it with even more expensive money? Or how are you going to mm-hmm. make it when you give away money for equity? So it's because, well, like, you give it away equity, you're still beholden to that person. You're still beholden to that money. So it's like, again, like. If you're trying as a startup, it's almost like okay, yes, I want a hundred thousand dollars. That five percent interest. What's that? What's that number? Okay, yeah. now I can make a business. Debt so it's is, like you know, this is, debt is not a bad thing. No, this, this is the thing a lot of startups. <laughs> yeah, my credit are. card. Yeah, I've been told that I had to go get debt and get you know because I didn't you know have debt for college. They're like you gotta go get a credit card and it's good debt. It's a good yeah. thing to have debt. Yeah, well, I mean, okay, some debt is bad, <laughs> yeah. but but debt for a startup is not necessarily a bad thing. First of all, you know, there's a lot of opportunities to get great money at, mm-hmm. at, at good interest rates. Second of all, when you when you give money for stock uh, in a company, y- you know, you have all the problems of 
the, the your investor is there with you. They they're in bed with you, yep. and they've got their own goals. And you know they need an exit horizon. They need you to be out of the company and yep. so long. And if you can't deliver on their exit horizon, they're going to find somebody else who can and remove you. And from they want the more company. than five percent on their money. And, and they <laughs> do. <laughs> and, and and the thing with the bank is fundamentally the bank's interest. You know the bank's interests are aligned with yours. Right. If the bank is not looking to remove you as CEO, they can't go in and bring in another CEO and make the company better. The bank is bank wants okay. m- the same return. They want as much as they can. Y- they want you to get as much as you possibly can for your product mm-hmm. and or your service. And so the bank's interest is just getting their payments. Mm-hmm. And so they want you to do well. And, and not that the VC doesn't want you to do well, but there's a lot of other factors. But they're that not going to meddle. They're not trying to That's meddle right. with your with the company and everything like that, or come in and say, "Hey, well, let's go down this route," or let's, you know, yeah. Where'd you get the money? I don't care. Pay me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, was that good, fellas? <laughs> it was a mixture of a few different things there, right? You know, yeah. I couldn't. I tried not to swear too much. <laughs> there was, I was gonna say there was a, there was a good fellas like that. Yeah. Like, I don't care. <laughs> F you. Pay me. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so. Uh, you know, bank debt can be a great way for companies or, or other types of debt like bank debt, um, you know, regional organizations or organizations like the Community Economic Development Fund mm-hmm. that we've discussed before, or even the Department of Economic and Community Development, which we've also discussed before, can provide great lending. DCD is something like 10 years at 3% interest. I mean, it's, you know. <laughs> what, for their larger loans and yeah. stuff like that? Yeah. So, I mean, there, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of good options. Out there is a lot of money on this list. I don't know how other places' lists combine, but there's a lot of Why options. Why does it say, like, how much? Yeah, it says, like, so this list is uh, that Dave is talking about at the CG, what is it? Uh, the Office of Legislative Research. Yeah, there. Um, <laughs> yeah, that place. Well, the, the website's uh, cga.ct.gov or okay. something. But regardless, yeah, I mean, it says, you know, here's the what you the terms, here's how much you can get, here's applicable, what you can do with the money. This is a this is a handy dandy little notebook. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it was by far the best compendium I've seen in a while. And and you're, I actually tried to make a compendium like that myself yeah. for my financing presentation to try to give people an idea of what's out there. And it th- didn't come close. It right? didn't come close. <laughs> this put me to shame. Um, but it, but it was very pleasing to know mm-hmm. that this was. Yeah. Available. And I think that honestly, I, I, I for the accelerators and everything like that, I almost think it's better to to have startups always thinking that they are going to get debt instead of a VC or an angel and everything like that. Because one, getting debt, going to a bank and getting them to say, yes, I'll give it to you. Obviously, they may ask for collateral and all that kind of stuff. But if you get a, a bank to say yes, you know that you've convinced like their their, their requirements are hard. You know, that they, they want to see a good business. They want to see, you know, they actually want to see revenue. So that's also another thing. You go out and try to get revenue before, uh, you know, raising money. Um, but but yeah, I mean, that's um, I mean, again, we, we've done it. We've gotten a Kiva loan. We've gotten grants and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, you know, we're not necessarily in a position for, for, for investment right now, but lines of credit are always nice right you know g- doing that kind of stuff and especially when our we have a hard location you know we were kind of a, a interesting company where we didn't we were selling product but didn't have a location and now we do so it's just um i i personally think that there's a lot more value in thinking that yeah i can go get that you, you know? know it was it was interesting so as i was preparing for the presentation i, I do this every year usually about january february well usually february march because it takes off when the numbers come out but i always go look at what the previous years VC and debt numbers were yeah. for startups and all that. Lately, like debt versus how much they got. Anything. Yeah, and so um, so last year, uh, actually, it, venture capital investments have been increasing over the past few years. Really? Um, yeah, and, and it w- it's been as high as it's been for a while uh, in 2016. 
But last year, I, I'm going to get the numbers wrong because I don't have everything in front of me. But it was, but it was, it was eight thousand something um, total investments were made. Okay. Capital investments. Approximately forty one hundred of those. About uh, it was actually like a little under half were seed stage or Series A level investments, right? So investment, you know, investments made in young companies. That sounds really good, right? Except that that only counted for six percent of the total amount of money invested. So, so, uh, so like, yeah, the other half was right. Yeah. yeah so, so the other half got ninety four percent of the money. Invest, yeah. And <coughs> so it was a lot of transactions, but small amounts of money, um, and small amount compared to the total yeah, amount. Ten, twenty five, fifty grand, kind of a thing. Instead yeah. Of and then, uh, and then the fact that if you think about it, forty one hundred investments nationwide. Well. It doesn't seem a lot. I mean, it's you get 170 a million people, and you know. Yeah, so. you, there's something. There's something like 40 million companies out there, give really? or take. Every year, it's 35, 40 million. Oh, so it goes up and yeah, go up and down. Yeah, yeah, it goes up and down. Yeah. Like some yeah. leave and yeah. new ones come in. But the point is, is there's a lot of companies looking for money, and a hell of a lot more than 4,100. And uh, VCs are not. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's just a good reminder to people that it, it for some people it works perfectly. It's the right it's the right way to go. Depending on your company and your structure and what your goals are, it can mm -hmm. be perfect. But for a lot of people, it's not. It's not. Yeah. It's not where you're going to get your money from. And so you need to start thinking of other alternatives. Mm -hmm. Now, w did that number come with like eight thousand startups got debt, or how did that number? No, no, no. Th this was just a. a it was just like a statistics of what the thing. VCs did oh, okay. last year. Reported venture capital yeah. transactions. And like, and like, interesting enough, a lot of those angel investment is a debt that can be converted to, you know, stock. So it's like they, you mm -hmm. know, that's that's another thing, too, is that, you know, we, we've talked to a couple of angels that, you know, hear debt. Yeah. I don't want it just to, you know. Now, 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 this isn't, just to be clear, the numbers that were here were purely venture capital. Okay, they weren't purely, angel numbers. Yeah, okay. They weren't angel numbers. Yeah, the, the angel numbers, uh, I, I don't know, last year's, the year before, though, was something around 50,000 investments. Oh, really? But for, okay, but but for even less money for the, yeah. yeah. So I just I just want to jump in here and, and again say that you know we're gonna put this little notebook on but it's so useful it has links to all the programs and stuff like not just the terms like you don't just like you just click a button and you're like right there like ready to apply it's and uh, just shout out to the CEDF uh, they're actually the first one listed in this little notebook so that's nice. kind of cool is it alphabetical. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> full disclosure so nice. Well, um, yeah, I, I think that's uh, maybe a good place to wrap up because uh, we oh. obviously don't want to. Uh, Hold on. Oh, whoa. What do oh, no, no, no. What do you yeah. got more to say? Yeah. I saw Moana. Oh, how was that? Yeah. You were talking about this last time. I know. I just, <laughs> I, I just wanted to drop first of all, first of all, First of all, I saw that like three months ago on mm -hmm. Cody. Come on. Mm -hmm. Let's be real. Yeah. Be real. I will have to say is that I, and this is, <laughs> I went to go see Beauty and the Beast yesterday. So this is a Monday. It was on a Sunday. And um, two times they were sold out. I went there at like it was like four four fifty or uh, for three forty five sold out. So okay, let's go to dinner, come back, get there you know an hour before. Things still sold out. I was uh, <laughs> people go out in the movies on a Sunday night. Come on. Well, and <laughs> this is come on. They did one hundred and seventy million like opening yep. weekend. That was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. and I want you guys to just think on this for a second. Okay, there is a whole generation of children being raised right now who will only know Emma Watson as Belle. 
from Beauty and the Beast. They will never know her for Harry Potter. They will never know her from any other thing. She is just Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Listen, (laughs) from my my perspective, there's a whole generation of children being raised that only know Beauty and the Beast is a live action film. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. Also a fact. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm 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 going in. I actually uh, dress up as Gaston because my hair. I was gonna say you. I go in there and uh, (laughs) I do. You know, when when he gets, I was planning on singing and doing the whole song and dance. So, Dave, are you gonna be the Beast then? Well, he gets. Well, he gets. Well, he gets. He gets the 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 girl. Yeah, Yeah, you know. I would be the one not getting the girl. Yeah, I gotta say though, you get thrown off a castle. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know. Now, now I kind of want to sing a little bit. Like, like like I'm looking at Eric thinking, everybody wants to be you, Gaston. (laughs) (laughs) A whole new world. That's the wrong one, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) it's probably not the right one at all. Uh, That was Aladdin. Yeah. Yeah. Another one I can play. Still, play. still a better <laughs> love, still a better love story than uh, Twilight. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. yeah, there's a high hurdle. Yeah. So yeah, so I think uh, I think uh, that 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 funding that funding book is going to be a big one for these. Yeah. People. No, we'll uh, we'll get that, that, that out to you guys soon. That should be the title of the episode. Yes. The funding book. The funding book. Don't dun, tell dun, me dun. how to do my job. If I don't, who will? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, all right. Talk to you later, fellas. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to the CT Startup Podcast. We want to thank our audio sponsor, the Murphy Kalina Law Firm, our guests for their time and input, our production company, Sublime Exposure Online, and of course you, our listeners, for helping make all this possible. Make sure to check out our Facebook page, our webpage at ctstartup.com, and our Twitter at ctstartupcast. Please make sure to join our newsletter for all the latest information on the connected startup soon.